And it's really true. Like, you know, that's basically what calling in the one process I coach people on is I help them declutter all the stuff that they've like accumulated over the years with their love, like all their beliefs, all their choices, all their assessment. People don't realize how they harbor those things that are past, even our relationships with our family, with our friends from our childhood. We carry those things and we unconsciously, that stuff is unconsciously running our lives. And when you bring the unconscious conscious, then you have power. You know, there's a quote by Rumi, which basically sums up what calling in the one is. And it really hit me when I, you know, started getting more to Rumi, the famous poet. He said, you know, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. So, you know, it's my job to coach people to basically guide them. Hey there, my friend. Welcome to the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. I am a cardiothoracic surgery PA with a background in public health and neuroscience. I'm also your peak performance coach. I had to say no to working extreme long hours where I was always on call and feeling exhausted, underappreciated, and undervalued, and said, heck yes, to a life and career that elevates my energy and passion without compromising my health and sanity. Now, I'm on the mission to support ambitious healthcare professional like you with a demanding career to become a confident leader who are living purposefully and fulfilled to truly be both a powerhouse in your career and a passionate person in life. Let's start our journey today. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Sabrina Rombach, your host for the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. And today we have another exciting segment with our love and relationship coach, Mr. Jimmy Allen. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Rum roll. So, a little quick uh, background was me and Jimmy. We met through a mutual friend. We actually went through a passive intelligence coaching together. Now, I actually continue on just uh, to be a certified trainer with uh, oh, wow. Dr. Shaza. And we were in the pot together, which means we're our each other's accountability. We were on calls to keep each other going and motivated. You know, really in life, whatever we learn, having that person who's your accountability partner, your coach, who's encouraging each other, that's so crucial. And I love it for Jimmy to be here with us today. So Jimmy, carry on. Please tell a little bit yourself. And, or I can also say all this New York bestseller, all the good stuff about <laughs> well, you. Well, I'm not a New York bestseller, but the woman who I studied and trained with. So I can introduce myself, you know. So hi, I'm, my name is Jimmy Allen. I am a love and relationship coach. My official title is uh, I'm a calling in the one coach, which basically means I studied with Catherine Woodward Thomas, who is the author of the book Calling in the One. And she is the New York Times bestseller of Calling in the One and Conscious of Uncoupling. And the whole experience just 
was divine intervention of me just becoming a coach. It just really found me in a series of ways. And I'm really grateful that this is what I do for a living. This is amazing for you to be here and to found your true passion into... <laughs> Hey, helping other people to be the one. It's, yes. Uh, how do you get connected to her? And then what was the journey for you like? How did I get connected to her? So a while back when I was going through a personal transformation course myself and a friend of mine who introduced me to this course also introduced me to the book. And so I was like, what is this book? You know, calling in the one. And she was like, don't worry about it. Just go on Amazon, buy it, get it. It's going to change your life. I said, okay, sure. I did what she told me to do. And I bought the book and it literally, I got obsessed with the book and all the teaching because it, I finally started to make sense of why I was attracting what I was attracting, why I was feeling what I was, what I was feeling and the work that I needed to do in order to become the one for the one and help me get really clear about what I wanted and needed because I, let's face it, a lot of men are, don't talk about these things. And it really helped me get so clear. And so a part of the work in the book, you do it in a, you can do it as a group. So I invited two friends and we did it as a group thing once a week. And so as we're in the group, I started to hear things differently because I, I guess because I was doing all this other outside work besides the book. And my friends would say things that I can hear underneath what they were saying. And I would call my friends out. I said, you're, you're not telling the truth. You're kind of bending the truth. And they will have these breakthroughs in these groups. And it's like little group. I was just like, I thought I was just helping them out. And my friend said, you're a coach. And I was just like, what? Like coaching wasn't really on my radar at the time. And coincidentally, I had ended up volunteering coaching for this program because I wanted to know, not because I wanted to be a coach, but I found the distinctions of this course so powerful. I was, I was like, okay, if I coach this program, not only do I get a coach for free, I have to really learn these tools in order to help other people in their life. And so I just volunteered to coach as a challenge. And, and at the time I was like, well, it was, it'd be crazy if I had, my participants were all men. And sure enough, every guy that I, every person I was coaching were, I had five men. And it was my sort of breakthrough in my own love life with men. And so as I was still on this journey with like discovering what was in the way for my own life, this friend of mine who kept saying I was a coach, she had this like massive breakthrough and it really changed her life. Like literally after I helped her discover something she liked, she refurnished her house. She redid it. She lost weight. I like, you know, she started to put herself out there more after having been dating for eight years. She was like, this is what you're meant to do. And I was like, okay, maybe this is a sign. Like this keeps these people who I'm coaching volunteer also having these breakthroughs too. Although it wasn't in per se in their love life, but it was in relationships that they had in their life. And so I was like, okay, let me get still and put it in the universe. Like universe, if this is what I was meant to do, please show me. And literally it started happening more. And I ended up reading this other book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. And I got to this part, I was decluttering my bookshelf. And in, in the book, it said, you know, when you declutter your bookshelf, stand back. And that's what you're meant to do. And literally all the books that I had were like books on love, books on life, books on business. And I was just like, this cannot be happening right now. Like I kind of like had a flood of like 
oh my God, this makes sense. And I literally, in my mind, saw how life has been preparing me for this moment, for this career, everything. I went to the computer immediately after I had that sort of moment. I went online. I looked at the author of this book. Kid you not, I've looked at this, looked up this woman, went on YouTube. Look, I've been obsessed with her. And the moment that happened, I looked her up. There was an ad online that she was looking to train people to be coaches. And I was just like, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> and I went on the website, I clicked on and I started reading the benefits and I just started crying. And I was like, this is, I, I felt so drawn and connected to it. I applied, I got accepted, got a partial scholarship. I was like, this is what I meant to do. <laughs> wow. That is so amazing. If you're thinking about Jimmy's journey, going from now sure, who am I? Finding that inspiration of decluttering, right? And just simply clean out things that don't serve you. That is the crucial thing for all of us. It doesn't have to mean we have this pivotal moment, things just dramatic change. It's just something so natural, like what Jimmy's going through. I just need to get rid of stuff. I just needed to go down to the only things that truly align with me, matter to me. So I know what my aims could be for the next phase of my life. And now he realized when he tossed out all this stuff, it's a love piece. It's that that connection piece, that human interaction piece. It's in every single thing that we do from a Mm -hmm. professional sense, right? Even leadership, what I'm focusing on is not just... You have an idea and then you try to convince other people to jump on board. It's actually how do you convince other people, but very clear on your purpose. When you're very clear on your own purpose and you're so excited about it, show your passion through that path, then people really connect with you. And you also want to know that other people really, really well. So then you are bringing natural their talent into your community. And that goes from professional and personal, because that's how we create synergy, compounding to get to that bigger goal and bigger area in life a lot faster. (laughs) Yeah. And it's really true. Like, you know, that's basically what calling in the one process I coach people on is I help them declutter all the stuff that they've like accumulated over the years with their love, like all their beliefs, all their choices, all their assessment. People don't realize how they harbor those things that are past, even our relationships with our family, with our friends from our childhood. We carry those things and we unconsciously, that stuff is unconsciously running our lives. And when you bring the unconscious conscious, then you have power. You know, there's a quote by Rumi which basically sums up what calling in the one is. And it really hit me when I, you know, started getting more into Rumi, the famous poet. He said, you know, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. So, you know, it's my job to coach people to basically guide them and be the high priests in their life for that moment and hold them and to show them this particular thing or this particular thought or this particular choice, your thought, your thought creates emotions and those emotions create choices and those choices create actions and showing you the pattern that for all the way back to something that happened 
you know, <laughs> as a child, or that you you exclaimed at one point or another is running your life and running your love life and keeping love at bay. That's so true. We just have so many blockers that we don't even see because we <laughs> gone through life this way. We absorb from our parents, from our friends, and we don't even know what really is right. We just know this is the way that I did it for so long. Right, for it so seemed long. to be working. And if I didn't know any new way, how would I change myself? It's just the way that I know. And that's okay, right? There's no one's fault into that. Mm-hmm. If we're open to receive, If we're simply being in the position, feeling like we're not too good enough, that I already learned so much, right? I read about it. I I have uh, developed myself, but we all know there's another level to that. So if you just simply be open to listen, to taking ideas, and also second is try it out. If you don't try anything, if you haven't done it, you cannot make the judgment that it won't work. Because you haven't done it. Everybody right. else's experience is not your experience. No one's life is all the same. Right. And it's, it's something you really said that's really, really important is to be open. And none of this work is set in stone. Also, it's the willingness to look and be responsible. You know, a part of the work I do is asking, even myself as a coach, being 100% responsible of how I show up and being res- in my relationships, even though if it was a bad relationship, being responsible for my 3% and having a willingness to look and go, yep, I did that. And I remember, you know, when I really started to look at my very first relationship with my boyfriend and this whole concept of being responsible of like, you know, my 3% of what I did, of what I said. And, and I remember when we first started dating and I was, as I was doing the calling in the one work, and I remember in the beginning of the relationship and I said, oh, he's not the one. So why should I put myself up? And it's anyway, even though we were together for three years. And then when I realized that and I was like, oh my God, like, because I had agreed or made this declaration to myself about this person that I'm dating from the very beginning. I remember he asked me to go visit his family. I said, no. In my mind, I was like, well, why would I do that? Because he's not the one anyway. So anything that he brought up, I would say no, because in my mind, this is just for now. Like this was not going to work. So I was already had predetermined that this relationship was not going to work. Even though we did what we did and he did what he did, I have to take ownership of my responsibility because I did that and I can see the choices that I was making unconsciously that was sabotaging that relationship. And I was just like, oh my God, like people are doing this in their relationships. And when I saw that first moment, I really started to look at every single relationship of how I was acting, how I was behaving. And and that's what I helped my clients do. And I had to be open because looking at taking ownership of your part sometimes can be ugly and scary and nasty. But on the other side is very liberating. You have a choice. You have, you can change the behavior You know, it's like what you said earlier, having the openness and the willingness to look because you can't change what you don't see. You know what I mean? You can't change what you don't know. So, you know, all of us have our blind spots, even me as an entrepreneur, like being at this next level, 
things come up, you know, trying to grow a six-figure business, things come up, you know, all the time. That's why I hire a coach that's going to guide me and help me see the things that I can't see, help me decluttering my mind about my worthiness of I deserve this. And it's the same thing with love. What is in the way of my worthiness to have this beautiful, loving, juicy relationship and having the willingness to look at it, own it, you know, complete it and change my thoughts and patterns and my actions to have what I want, what I desire deeply with me in me to have that juicy love life. This is so amazing. I know you run a podcast uh, as well, <laughs> and people needed to go jump on that, uh, really subscribe. And then just even through our relationship, I know I connect you with my friend Rich, who's also oh, love Rich. <laughs> yeah. So for him, it's really from dad's perspective. How can we really build men as someone who's true to themselves, to their family and to their kids. And it's okay whether you're a single parent or a married, no matter what, we needed to self-reflect more yeah. in life. And so that brought me to, I asked all our expert speakers on my show to show your true self. Now <laughs> we can be experts in many things, but it's hard to be an expert in all area of your life. So when yes. you saw your result, anything surprised you and what did you feel? when you're even just taking the assessment to find that number one killer that is disrupting the harmony in your life and career? I don't think I wasn't, was I surprised? I mean, I think it's pretty accurate, like dealing with finances and like I'm on this sort of financial journey. Like I was, that wasn't a surprise that was low for me, especially since this pandemic, I've been dealing with my beliefs around money, changing those beliefs, putting actions in place, like really digging, like, why do I believe this about my worthiness of money? And all the, like I was sharing with a friend of mine earlier who I became friends with, it's like, you know, on this, since this money journey has been prevalent in my life, I find myself all of a sudden surrounded by other coaches and people who are on this six-figure track. And now, to me, that's not a surprise because I'm already changing that within me. So, of course, those people are going to show up because I'm already on that track. So that, you know, so that that wasn't a surprise to me. Like, I think maybe the spirituality thing was like, I, I don't really use the word spiritual all the time, but I can see how that makes sense, you know. I've been getting more into Wayne Dyer and and just he just hears he's just blowing my my mind about even though his books aren't about relationships per se, he interpreted his book by I'm gonna say butchered the name by Lu Tao's and how I'm reading all these ancient Chinese things that he interpreted and like how all of them relate to love. And I'm like, oh my God, like this is so like beautiful. And I just want to use that in my coaching and content. So I guess I'm only being a spiritual person, you know, that thing, that word stands out for me. I'm like, oh, spiritual person. But I, you know, I have to own it. You know, that's, that's who I am. That's a part of who I am in my journey. Exactly. Because I feel like spirituality doesn't have to be religion. It's right. just simply a concept of energy. That's mm-hmm. something that we don't necessarily be able to touch or feel but it's something that we can potentially enlighten our mind to put right. ourselves into more of a direction in life that truly can bring us to a level of fulfillment and satisfaction 
beyond all the other component that we still have to touch into. Right. So this is amazing. I know you have something exciting coming up with your events. Please share. <laughs> yeah. How can we find I, more about that? Yeah, so you can find all my events on my website, jimmyallen.com. If you look on the service, look up. I'm doing monthly webinars. So my first webinar is tomorrow, but I'm going to be doing this every single month. It's called Calling in the One and How to Start Dating Consciously. So I just really feel so, because I'm doing all this spiritual work and like learning how to date consciously, I just see such a need of helping others to tap into how to start dating consciously. And it's really starting within. And I want to give people a sample of what it's like to start on that journey, to start consciously choosing a partner, even consciously choosing like how to start working on yourself and how to consciously put your profile together. Because I see people's profiles. People don't even make a conscious effort to put what they're looking for on their profile. Like you're trying to attract a certain person, but we're not consciously showing up in our profile that way. We're just like aimlessly doing things. I want to teach people how to consciously put themselves out there and consciously choose a partner. Amazing, amazing. So everyone go to jimmyallen.com to find all his free resources, his monthly calls, and his podcast. Go subscribe. I know if you guys are loving this episode, please leave us a comment on iTunes and we would love to hear from you and more ideas from what else you wanted to hear about and share your love and share these resources with other people who truly can use and connect as healthcare professionals. We work so hard in our career (laughs) and let's make sure we also have that deep connection with our loved ones and then be able to build that relationship. It's not just about finding, but also maintaining something. It's a practice. Yes, yes. I talk about mental fitness and mental immunity. It's a practice just like everything else in life. So thank you so much for joining us, Jimmy. And everyone, thanks for listening in. Have a wonderful day. Bye. All right, my friend. How did you love this episode? Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can continue to build your positive intelligence for that beautiful mind of yours to live powerfully and passionate. I know this just the tip of the iceberg. You probably have a lot more question on actually how do I implement those things into my own life? Well, this is the solution. Joining us inside the private Facebook group Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash powerful passionate where I go live weekly to answer any questions that you have and continue to put more resources for you to help you to get to that point. You can be both powerful and passionate where you're no longer working on any mundane work and truly focusing on the things that matter. You can be both powerful and passionate where you can overcome any mental roadblocks keeping you from success. You can be both powerful and passionate where you feel energized from the moment you woke up to the time you go to bed. Join me and together we can create a life where you can be both powerful and passionate.